Welcome to the Fit Balanced Healthy Podcast. My name is Hannah, and I'm a certified personal trainer, nutrition coach, health mindset coach, functional nutrition, and metabolism specialist, and the creator of the Fit Balanced Healthy brand. Ladies, I get it. This whole health and fitness thing can be frustrating and confusing AF. You've got a career, family, and a life that you love, but this piece of your life is one where you still feel stuck. That's exactly why I created Fit Balanced Healthy. I cut through the BS to help women improve their health, achieve their fitness goals, and find balance in both their bodies and lives. So if that sounds like what you need, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Fit Balanced Healthy Podcast. I know it's been a little while, but I am excited to be here back with you today for another fun episode. I have been super busy celebrating my 30th birthday and doing a lot of traveling, so it's it's been a minute since I've been able to sit down and actually think about what I wanted to talk with you about today. And that is turning 30 and how to stay healthy at 30 because I just turned 30 and I think as women, especially as we get older, I mean for anybody, as we reach that age of 30, as we get older in general, we really start to worry and think about all the things and how the heck we're going to stay healthy. So that being something that I obviously really care about, I felt it would be a great topic to discuss as I just hit my 30th birthday. So let's dive in to how to stay healthy at 30 and beyond. There are 10 items that I'm going to talk about today that I think are truly staples and things that we should all be doing and even more so as we get older because as we get older, our habits and choices only compound over time. I talked about in a previous episode how getting older doesn't automatically mean that you have to feel worse or become less healthy. But if you feel like that's happening to you, it's just an opportunity to reflect and say, okay, how did I get here and what habits maybe have been compounding to lead me to feel how I do right now? Hopefully this list will give you some ideas of things that you can be working on to continue to get healthier as you get older because we're older and we're wiser, right? At least we can choose to be. We can choose to take the information and the knowledge that we gain to make better decisions as we age instead of just taking age as a death sentence. So here we go. Number one, eat some freaking vegetables. Please, for the love of God, eat some vegetables. To some of you, that might sound like something so silly and simple, but it really does matter. It never ceases to amaze me the number of people who are so concerned with the way that they look on the outside. They just complain and ignore how they're feeling on the inside and yet they won't eat vegetables. They're less concerned with eating their veggies and eating a nourishing diet than they are figuring out the best quick fix diet to jump into because we all want to snap our fingers and just change things overnight, right? The quality of the foods that you're eating matters eat some vegetables. And if that is so, so hard for you, I totally get that there are a lot of factors that play into this, including the way we were raised and the foods that we ate growing up. And this shapes who we are and the things that we like now as adults. So I know, especially from working with tons of clients who struggle with this exact thing, that it is as isn't always as easy as it sounds to just eat your vegetables, even if it sounds simple for me to tell you to do. So if you struggle with it, I don't know, 
get some help. Maybe go to therapy, work with a nutritionist or a dietitian to work through and unpack why that's such a struggle for you because it's important. We need to be eating foods that are nourishing our bodies. And that includes lots of veggies, protein, whole foods that come from the earth over things that come in packages. And notice I didn't say that this has to be your 100% diet all the time and you can never eat anything that is less than a whole food or that you have to eat veggies constantly every single day. Although, you know, you can almost, almost never get enough of them. It definitely is possible though, to be a little too extreme. But there is no denying that this matters. You are an adult, you need to eat your veggies, and you need to eat foods that nourish your body. Otherwise, don't complain. Number two, move your body every single day. The less you move, it only gets harder as you get older. Lift some weights to help your body, your muscles, your bones stay strong. Walk more. Decrease your risk of cardiovascular disease. Truly, you should be finding ways to move your body every single day. Now, this doesn't mean, again, go to the extreme end of exercising two times a day, every single day, never taking rest days. You can go back to my past episodes to understand why this is just as important. But generally, as a whole, we need to remain moving our bodies. Walking is so underrated and one of the best things that you can do for your health. And I'm not saying you have to become a bodybuilder, but just getting into the gym or finding a way to lift some weights can really help make your body stronger. If you like cardio and you really want to improve your cardiovascular health, focus on adding some cardio in in a balanced and moderate way. Like I talked about on a previous episode, I think it's important to find a good balance of different types of exercise in your routine. Too much of anything can be a bad thing. This applies to exercise or food or truly anything in life. So think about how you can create an exercise and movement routine that keeps you moving every single day, gives you some variety, keeps you interested, and is something that you enjoy. Some days you won't want to do it. Some days we do truly just need a little bit more rest and to slow down and not move as much, but moving your body is important. So on the days you just don't feel like it, think about how much better you're going to feel when you just get up and move. Number three, drink plenty of water. Drink lots of water. I'm going to kind of leave it at that because... Drinking water is so important, and again, it never ceases to amaze me, the number of people who just find it so hard to drink water. They don't like the taste. What do you mean you don't like the taste? It tastes like nothing. It tastes like clear water. If it really bothers you that much, add some lemon, some lime, add an electrolyte packet. Those are important for helping us actually retain our hydration too. And again, this can come from the way we were raised and the things that we've just gotten used to as we've grown up. Maybe you've adopted the habits of family members who prefer to drink uh, sugary drinks and sodas and things that really aren't serving your body super well, and so you aren't apt to choose water as your first choice for a beverage. But you can be the one to make a change for your body and your life. We literally need water to survive. Being too busy at work and forgetting to drink it is not an excuse. Whatever you gotta do to get into the routine Put some sticky notes around your desk, set some alarms on your phone, help yourself build this better habit to drink water. The only other thing that I'll say on this topic is I would definitely consider and look into getting a good quality water filter. Depending on where you're located and what type of water you have access to, drinking enough water is definitely important, but with everything that is in our water supply today, we want to be drinking clean water that is actually going to serve and support our health more than potentially cause more harm. So just something to think about. Next up, take sleep seriously. Oh my gosh, this is so, so important. 
again, it's just one of those things that we can fall into those poor habits over time. Staying up late, we want to scroll on our phones. There's so many other things that are more important than sleep. Sleep is for when you're dead, right? I used to think this, but absolutely not. Sleep is so important. This is when our body is really completing so many important processes. It's healing overnight. And obviously, it's giving you the energy you need to get through the next day. So is it any wonder if you wake up after really crappy sleep quality, less than six hours of sleep every single night, and your body is not functioning super well, you're not feeling super great? Come on, get real with yourself. Again, I know, easier said than done, but start small. With my clients, we work on building a better routine for bedtime, and then slowly you can work on a better routine for when you wake up. But all you have to do is make some small shifts and changes. If you're struggling with going to bed at a decent time, maybe just push it back by 30 minutes each day or each week until you get to a place where you are getting adequate amount of sleep. Add some things in that are going to help you wind down and relax so you can get good quality sleep too. There's plenty more I could say on this topic, but we're going to keep it simple for today. Take your sleep seriously. Get plenty of sleep. At least seven hours, if not eight plus per night, especially as we get older. Sleep is just so important. Number five, get sunshine every day if you can help it. I know sometimes it's rainy and I know sometimes that feels hard to do. Sometimes you just get wrapped up in work and you don't step away from your desk. And before you know it, the day is over. This can be especially hard in the wintertime but make an effort to get your face in some sunshine every single day. Even if it's a little bit overcast, just getting outdoors and looking up at the sky can really do so much for your body and your mind. Number six, going with that, find a way to nourish your mind. Yoga has really done that for me. Not only is it a great way for me to move my body and it's part of my movement routine, but even more importantly, one of my favorite things about yoga is that it's about so much more. You can truly nourish your body and mind moving in this way but there's so many other ways to nourish your mind too focus on ways and habits and tools you can have in your toolbox to help reduce your stress because let's be real we live in a very stressful environment we live in a very stressful society there are always stressors surrounding us whether it's work or family or just other things in life that we are worried and stressed about so it's so important to have tools that we can use and habits that we have in place that help reduce the overall stress that we're facing and that we're putting on our bodies I tell my clients all the time, I'm not asking you to never be stressed again. That's nearly impossible. But it's important to have the awareness around stress and how much is in our life and how much it is impacting our bodies. And then think about the habits and tools that we can use to decrease those effects and think about ways to get out of that stressed state as quickly as possible. How quickly can you come down from a highly stressed, heightened state to your more relaxed, safe nervous system baseline? Along those lines, spend time doing what truly brings you joy. It's as simple as that. And this is a lesson that I have been learning over and over and over again. The quality that you are getting out of your time spent matters so much more than just doing all the things. This means setting some boundaries and being okay saying no where someone maybe invites you to something that you just don't want to do. It's important to do what makes you happy. Spend plenty of time doing it. And on the same note, focus on the quality of your friendships over the quantity too. It's not about how many people you have in your life. It's about how much value those people bring to your life and the quality that those friendships provide. And 
on that note, ditch the alcohol and drinking culture. It never ceases to amaze me yet again. The women in their 30s, 40s, 50s, and beyond who are still so stuck in the routine of getting absolutely wasted every time they drink, drinking every single day of the week, and that have the inability to say no to drinking when anyone else around them does it. This goes so much deeper than just me telling you to ditch this culture. Maybe go to therapy, talk it out, unpack why it might be a struggle for you. It's usually some sort of underlying crutch that we are clinging to. And again, notice I'm not saying never ever drink again in your life. Again, probably unrealistic. For some, that may be the best choice and it works for a lot of people. But it's important to find true moderation and to assess our behaviors and ask ourselves if we're making intentional choices or if we're just making mindless choices and doing things just because everyone else is doing it. You are an adult. You are your own person. You get to make choices for you. Don't let others have this power over you. If it's something you're struggling with, then maybe you have some unpacking to do. Last but not least, number 10, if something seems off, don't ignore it mentally or physically. Go to therapy, go to physical therapy, go to the doctor or whatever practitioner speaks to you and take the preventative path whenever you can. Getting regular blood work done, making therapy a regular part of your life, whether something is wrong or not. There's so much stigma around all of these things. Only go seek help when you absolutely need it, when things have gotten so bad that you have no choice. But wouldn't it be great if we could avoid that? Take the preventative approach to your health and any time anything does seem off, don't ignore it. Taking your health seriously is truly one of the most important things you can do, especially as we age. We may have been able to get away with a lot of things when we were younger and our bodies were a little bit more resilient, but the truth is a lot of those habits and choices added up and have made our bodies and our health now a little less resilient. But you have the power to change things, moving forward at least. If you've never looked into or read about the blue zones, I would encourage you to. The blue zones are where people live the longest and are the healthiest. And these things, a lot of these things that I covered on my list of 10 items today, walking and moving your body, having community, nourishing diets such as the Mediterranean diet with lots of veggies and listening to your body, not overindulging, keeping stress low, having hobbies that bring you joy getting good sleep, getting outside of your house daily and getting that sunshine. These are all things that are standard for people in those places. So where do you have some work to do? Where can you adopt some of these things that are so essential to our health and well-being? Instead of saying, "Ugh, I'm turning 30, I'm getting older, I guess this is just the way it has to be, I guess I'm just going to start hurting more and feeling worse. Is that really the way that it has to be? I say no. I'm going into 30 feeling better than I ever felt in my 20s. And that's only because I have so much more awareness and knowledge now to make better choices to support my body. It may feel hard, especially if some of these items are big struggle areas for you. But there are ways and places and people out there to support you. And if you believe in yourself, you can make these changes too. So that's all for today. I'm not sure when the next episode will be. Coming and speaking to you on this fun podcast truly is something that brings me joy. But I have a lot of other things that bring me joy too. So I'm trying to find a balance of actually doing things when I really want to rather than making it feel like something that I have to do. 
that's one of the big things I'm focusing on going into my 30th year. So another episode will eventually come. And until next time, you can find me over on social media at fitbyhand underscore. Feel free to hit me up in my DMs. I'm always open to chat. So long and go make some healthy choices today. If you like what you're hearing on the Fit Balance Healthy podcast, come join us on social media to soak up some more. You can find my personal page at fitbyhand underscore on Instagram and our team page at the.fbh.lifestyle on Instagram as well. You can also find us on TikTok at the.fbh.lifestyle. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. And I can't wait to talk with you again soon.